This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Udine. A man who allegedly robbed a gas station attendant at gunpoint on Sunday morning is the same suspect in an attempted carjacking in Foxborough. 27-year-old Alfredo Rosa of Avon is also believed by Stoughton police to have been involved in an armed robbery in that town last Sunday morning. Mansfield Police Lieutenant Frank Archer said in a press conference on Sunday afternoon that his dispatchers were alerted that the mobile station at 189 Chauncey Street had been robbed at gunpoint by a masked man driving a dark-colored vehicle at about 5.50 a.m. Mansfield police officers followed the driver onto Interstate 495 when the driver ditched the vehicle in an area off Interstate 495 and Interstate 95 in Foxborough and then ran into the woods. The suspect then attempted to carjack a Foxborough resident's vehicle at knife point, but then fled into the woods again. Shortly after that, Rosa was taken into custody at gunpoint by Foxborough and state police officers. Rosa is being held in jail at $100,000 cash bail on multiple charges, including armed robbery, unlawful possession of a firearm, and carjacking. Rosa was arraigned in Attleboro District Court. A prison parolee who was apprehended after a high-speed chase moments after he allegedly fled a housebreak in Norfolk last July has been indicted by a grand jury. 43-year-old Dana M. Durfee of Quincy faces indictments charging him with breaking and entering in the daytime with intent to commit a felony, driving under the influence of drugs, and driving to endanger. The indictments transfer the case from Rentham District Court to Dedham Superior Court. Durfee was arrested last July in Foxborough after a high-speed chase that began on Pine Street in Norfolk. A short time earlier, a Norfolk man called police saying he came home and found an intruder in his home. The suspect then fled out a window and drove off in a Mercedes. Foxborough police said the chase, with speeds estimated at 70 miles per hour in a 30-mile-per-hour zone, ended on Turner Road in Foxborough. Durfee, who faces arraignment, was released from state prison in Norfolk six months earlier after serving over three years for breaking and entering. Foxborough selectmen are planning to draft a letter to the State Department of Environmental Protection regarding their concerns about Schneider Electric walking away from the Neponset Reservoir contamination problem. When Schneider Electric purchased the former Foxborough company from Invensys, they assumed responsibility for the contaminated reservoir. However, Schneider Electric applied for a permanent solution statement in February that would absolve the company of any further commitment to cleaning up or monitoring the lake.
An expert that the town hired told Selectman that he found two major problems with Schneider's report on the lake and that the site poses a risk to public welfare and the environment. The Neponset Reservoir Committee told the selectmen at their last meeting they want Schneider to submit a report on how the cadmium levels in the lake would affect the price of dredging in the future. Committee member Kimberly Mellum encouraged the selectmen not to let the opportunity to do something about the lake slip by. Selectwoman Leah Gibson agreed saying the board should present their case to the State Department while they still have a chance. Foxborough town officials haven't received a single qualified proposal for the development of the former fire station and Keating Funeral Home properties. The bidding was open for two months and closed last Friday. According to Town Planning Director Paige Duncan, while one bid was submitted for the properties, the bidder failed to meet the outlined qualifications and the minimum asking price. The Economic Development Committee is meeting to regroup and will reach out to Mass Development, the state's economic development and finance agency, for guidance on how to proceed. Town officials are hoping to see a mixed-use development on the site with a restaurant and apartments. Medical marijuana businesses are coming to Attleboro. That story is next. Hear that? That's the sound of safety and the sound of your family's belongings staying where they belong. In times like these, it's important to know how to protect your home, your family, and your valuables. A good strong lock on a solid door and frame can make a huge difference. Most burglars will spend no longer than a minute trying to break in. That's only as long as this radio announcement. Remember to lock your doors and windows. Even the best locks can't protect you unless you use them. Install bright outdoor lighting. If you have an alarm system, use it and post signs that say your home has an alarm. Trim bushes and trees so your house is clearly visible to your neighbors and your street. If you ever return home to find that someone is broken in, do not enter. Call the police immediately. To learn more on how to keep your home and family safe, visit ncpc.org. That's ncpc.org. Let's all work together to keep our homes safe and sound. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Attleboro is now the future home of two medical marijuana shops. The two shops have special permits from the Attleboro City Council that will allow them to open when the owners finish outfitting their buildings. The first business to get a permit was the Bristol County Wellness Center, headquartered in Attleboro, which got a permit in November of last year. The second business was Canatech Medicinals Incorporated, which is headquartered in Fall River. Canatech's special permit for a medical marijuana dispensary located at 220 O'Neill Boulevard in Attleboro, was approved on a 10-0 vote in the City Council. The permit is for retail sales only. Bristol County Wellness, which is changing its name to Nova Farms, intends to open a cultivation, manufacturing, and retail shop located at 34 Extension Street in Attleboro. Bristol County Wellness also intends to sell recreational marijuana.
And finally, Foxborough has officially approved $33.9 million to fund the Borough School Renovation Project at last week's town meeting. Foxborough will be reimbursed $14.6 million from the Massachusetts School Building Authority. The authority could pay up to $15.3 million if any additional eligible design and construction costs go up. The renovation will include a new pre-kindergarten wing and a 6,000-square-foot gym, music and art wings, and a new computer lab and media center will also be constructed in the former gym and auditorium. The article passed with 115 votes in favor and only one against. Construction for the pre-kindergarten wing and gym could start as early as the fall of 2019. The other six articles, which include time restrictions for solicitors and the authorization of $240,000 for the purchase of a new ladder truck, also passed. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.